Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Faux Real. I'm your host, Devlin Wilder. It's been a long, long time. Thank you so much for joining me once again. I hope you all had a pleasant, wonderful, warm, enjoyable Easter. I'm actually recording this on Easter Day. It's the middle of the afternoon. Don't mind my roommates in the background. If you can hear them, there is unfortunately nothing I can do about that sound disturbance as uh, the volume, they are actually recording their own show. I'm not sure what they're recording downstairs, but all of that uh, volume travels right up the stairs, right through the vents, and unfortunately right into the background of this recording. So just bear with me as always. I started using Audacity to record my show. I was using Audition and it got way too expensive. Those, you can see me, you can't see me right now, but I'm shaking my fist at Adobe who charges fricking $20 a month for a program that never has any sort of major updates and it is absolutely not worth it. So I said, see Adobe Audition, and I started using Audacity, and uh, it's uh, it's a crappy program, I gotta tell ya. Um, anyway, let's get to the let's get to the show. Um, I have a really really amazing guest. I have on the the incredible comedian. Jackie Cation, and uh, she's just lovely. She's just freaking hilarious and an absolute joy. We talked about all sorts of nerdy things and comedy and had a lot of good laughs together. I actually, (laughs) she was referred to me by the incredible comedian Maria Bamford, who was doing a live show a few days ago, and I invited her to be on the podcast, and she very very sweetly declined and suggested that I have Jackie on. And so um, we went live on the podcast Instagram. So I do apologize if the audio is a little shoddy in the actual interview. I have edited as well as I possibly could. Um, Now, uh, I hope, once again, this is... This is a weird time for everybody, and, uh, you know, we're all going through some things. So I really hope all of you out there are keeping busy with whatever you can do, and if you're not keeping busy, that's great, too. Escapism is a lovely way to spend your quarantine time. I have been marathoning the crap out of all kinds of shows. I made it all the way through Season 7 of Mom yesterday. Very proud of myself on that. And I also just uh, just got up to the most current episode of Devs, D-E-V-S, on Hulu. Guys, if you haven't seen this show, you have to check out this amazing program. It's got Nick Offerman, whom I, most of you know from Parks and Rec, and Allison Pill, most recently seen on Star Trek Picard. Brilliant, phenomenal job in that show. She is a stage-trained actress. She's done a lot of Broadway and off-Broadway shows, and she is just 
superb. Everyone in this show is absolutely amazing. Devs is a uh, high-octane existential sci-fi drama, and that is a severe understatement to the brilliance of this show. You got to check it out. I don't want to say anything about the actual plot or arcs of the show. You just got to watch it. It's on Hulu. Um, I think there are eight episodes and the season finale is coming up this Wednesday. You got to check it out. Uh, I would also like to do a few shameless plugs for myself. You can currently see me in episode four of the amazing docudrama series 100 Humans on Netflix. I take part in a segment on bias. Really, really incredible, amazing scientific show where they take uh, 100 people and take them through um, varying scientific experiments. There are three hosts in the show, Ali Ward, uh, Zaneb Johnson, and oh my gosh, I'm forgetting all three of their names. Oh boy. Well, anyway. The show is incredible. Uh, Check it out. It's now streaming on Netflix. Um, I am also in a horror movie called By Day's End, which is streaming on a number of platforms, including Apple TV. You can get it on iTunes. It's on Google Play. And you can find it for most places for like a $3.99 download or whatever. And... uh, it's a trip. It um, has a, a lesbian romance and zombies, and it's just, uh, it's a lot of horrific, horrific, if you like horror movies and you like zombies and you like apocalyptic kind of things, you will really enjoy it. So please check that out. I also took part in a Refinery29 series called Factor Fiction. The episode is about vaccines, and that is, uh, you can watch that for free. It's up on YouTube. Check that out. And uh, I am also, as of a couple days ago, uh, in one of the most exciting projects that I have ever had the great pleasure of taking part in. Something that I am so proud of and so full of joy about that I can barely contain it in any of the adjectives that I would ever find. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I am in the New York Times with my ultimate hero, Weird Al Yankovic. I am so excited. Um, In January, there was a photo shoot with uh, over 200 Weird Al fans, all uh, all dressed as Retro Al. We were all in Hawaiian shirts and aviator glasses. We all had mustaches. Um, There was even a a dog (laughs) dressed appropriately and various babies. It was one of the coolest things I will ever take part in. And there are actually two articles. One article... um, the main article is by uh, New York Times editor Sam Anderson, and the other one, oh goodness, I've forgotten uh, the other 
editor's name, uh, but there is a article that's all about all of us fans and the journeys that many of us made to come out to LA and be a part of the project. It's really, really cool. So both of those articles are online. Just uh, do a do a little Google and you'll find it. And the physical print edition is also out as of today, Easter Sunday. It was supposed to be a cover story, uh, the feature cover story, and it was planned for many months to be so. But of course, with all the weirdness, quote, italicized weirdness, uh, that unfortunately didn't happen because the cover story needed, and as it should be, uh, is about... COVID-19 and the pandemic and the crisis and all of that. But um, it is a very, very cool set of articles. Um, Please check that out. I am so, so proud and joyous to be a part of it. So, um, yeah. Um, Also, uh, not necessarily in partnership or sponsored by, but I want to give a huge... Big ol' shout-out to my friends uh, Alexia Docks and um, Tanea and Simi Singh that are part of Overthinking with Kat and June. Oh. <laughs> Ambulance break. Ignore that. Uh, Overthinking with Kat and June, the hilarious awesomeness TV series. Um... Uh, is now for free on YouTube. So definitely go check that out. It is, uh, you will laugh yourself into many boxes of tissues. Um, It is really incredible. So definitely check that out. All right, guys. uh, Thank you so much for for staying with me. Uh, I know it's been a really long time since I put out the last episode and It might be a while until I put out the next one, but I really enjoy doing this for you. And um, please just uh, stay subscribed and uh, and just uh, keep practicing whatever you have to to get through this quarantine. We have at least another month of uh, hanging out, but you know, it's keeping us safe. We're keeping that, uh, we're flattening that curve and keeping the virus at bay and doing as much as uh, we can together to keep each other healthy. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get to my guest, wonderful Jackie Cation. Let's do it. On with the show. to uh to last Ooh. me the next 
I I stocked up. Well, to you be got honest, in early ground floor. <laughs> that's right. About 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm a shameless professional germaphobe. I've been doing that for as long as I can remember. Um, oh. My uh, yeah. <laughs> listen. People, yeah. people are dirty. They get, <laughs> like, you know, you're touching doorknobs and keypads and things, and it's Ugh. all it's all disgusting. And the thing for me too is that I have um, pretty severe asthma, so when oh, I get sick, I get hyper sick. Right? You get really just, sick. I'm I'm sick for two weeks, and it obliterates me. So I have to make sure that I that I stay healthy. You know? Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one else is going to make sure you stay healthy. It's got to be right. you. That's it. Um, so this is really exciting to have you on. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, you are a highly decorated comedian. You've been on uh, Conan. You've been working for 30-plus years. You've entertained the troops. You have... Um, You've got two amazing podcasts. One of them, uh, The Dork Forest, has been going for 13 years. That's uh, that's quite an accomplishment. It is also the ground floor of something that nobody cared about. Uh, you got <laughs> in on the ground floor of wipes. I got right. in the ground floor of podcasting. Back when people had iPods. I've decided to just call it casting now because nobody has any iPods. I have, I have an iPod, but, I mean, it barely works. I do, too. I think it's in storage somewhere. Right. It doesn't even hold the charge anymore. On oh, purpose, no. I believe, by design. Oh, poor and, little uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's so you you started the Dork Forest um, in I mean two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six yeah. in your house, right? Yep. Uh, it's on, still in my house. On Blog Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio. Um, yeah, it was essentially just a, a conference call, and we're, we've gone full circle because uh, uh, I'm back to doing sort of um, conference call dork forests. Like I've done uh, three episodes and four episodes, one of which is I had to send the guy a USB stick so that he could put it on. And he was like, I don't have any USB sticks. And so I ordered him to drop ship from Amazon five USB sticks. He sent me all five. I was like, oh, wow. no, man, keep the other four for other people who might that. need who might need stuff because you have terrible internet service in Silver Lake. I don't understand. Oh, boy. I'm actually, I'm, I'm so thrilled right now. Um obviously to have you here and also to see your face in full HD because uh, Instagram, uh, especially Instagram Live, loves to glitch out. Um, like even uh, Miley Cyrus has been doing like a Instagram Live show. And sure. I've been having so much fun watching the, the biggest names in the book just like, like glitch all out. I'm like, well, that makes me feel a lot better. If Miley Cyrus is having trouble, you're never Um, alone. It's true. (laughs) But look, you can see the aging process really well because I decided no makeup. Ah. (laughs) That's so awesome. And uh, and you also uh, have your show with Lori Kilmartin, the Jackie Lori show. show. Awesome. How long have you been doing that now? That one's four years. It's uh, Uh time flies. When you're not having fun. 
Kill Martin and I sit around for an hour each week and we bitch and celebrate stand-up comedy. Awesome. Which, you know, is in... It's got some problems right now, obviously, because of uh, the gathering of, of people. Uh, the gathering of people is hard, so it's hard to tell jokes. And Instagram Live is fine. It's lovely that you and I are talking, and then there seems to be, you know, just G-O-M-D is here. Hey, but... G-O-M-D. <laughs> but, um... You're down with G-O-M-D? It's, uh... But the, the um... But the laughs, you can't really hear the laughs on Instagram or Twitch or, or any of those things because there's no live audience, YouTube Live, Facebook Live. Like, I'm doing a show tomorrow on Facebook Live, but it's one I've done before, and it's a, it's sort of a dork forest, but I'm doing it for NASA, JPL, Caltech, where I, Jackie Cation, who has a degree in political science, uh, interview people who are scientists. So they say something scientific there's uh, three episodes out on facebook live i think it's called universe unplugged you can go to their facebook page and you can see that they're just half hour interviews where i interview astrophysicists about actual science and then i make a science fiction reference uh literally <laughs> i don't know anything about science <laughs> so i know that it's real and that i'm going to stay in my house because uh i don't want to catch a thing or give a thing to someone, but uh, that is science. But these people, uh, they know why stuff works, so that's kind of exciting. That's. But I'm doing another one tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that's super interesting. That that's that that's very fascinating. I I definitely want to check that out. Um, I've I've been delving into. I mean, you know, we all have. We're we're all sitting on the edge of our seats uh (laughs) listening to everything all the scientists have to say right now and um there's there's so much there's so much misinformation out there and it just makes me want (laughs) to ram my head against a wall yeah Um, not cool that's that's so amazing that you're doing that there's um there's another really amazing show that my friend Allie ward does called ologies where she talks with um She's she's very science minded and very, you know, she's a curious cat. So she talks with all of these uh, ologists about all all of the things, and she's she's uh, she's spoken with volcanologists and okay. um, like um, you know. Uh, I think those are that's volcanoes, and, if I remember correctly. Volcanologist is a volcanologist. Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I could be yeah. taught. <laughs> Tomorrow we're discussing, uh, the last episode was about the birth of stars and how young stars, uh, and, and, and then the, this one is about the death of stars and how stars, when they go supernova. Uh-huh. And um, I'm planning on making some reference to super scrolls and not being, <laughs> uh, and, and nobody getting it. Though they might get Fantastic. it, they're nerds. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, there couldn't be a more uh, segue. Let's talk about Marvel. I see that you're a Marvel fan. Sure. Um, you've uh, um, so so you're all oh, about yeah. it. You've seen all 23 films. Uh, I've seen all the movies. I'm 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 devastated that Diamond is no longer going to be distributing comic books during this time. So I mean I I feel like it's a trick to get me to to read them um, electronically. Yeah. And to subscribe electronically, which you know. It's not the worst thing in the world. We have 10,000 comic books in this house. That's a lot of comic books. Wow. That's kind of too many. That's so, 
yeah, it's a lot of comics. And then, um, and so, you know, looking forward to, um, you know, it's too bad about, about Black Widow being delayed and Eternals being delayed. Um, they, they genuinely, they want, they want the money, you know, they want the, the opening sure. day weekend money and, they could just, I mean, it's not like we all don't have big TVs or aren't willing to watch stuff on our laptops. Absolutely. But, um, and we'll, f- and think about this, the sales of projectors. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, for the, the that's right. who that's, didn't invest in a 42 inch television. Just yeah. Flipping those stacks, man. Flipping them. Yeah. Uh, I would, I mean, I gladly, gladly shell out 20 bucks. To watch it yeah. online as yeah. would all of us marvel fans i think i mean i don't think i that... watched i watched onward yesterday which they put out on disney plus for free and i was like it's on free now it's for it's free, free. Now? yeah on disney plus i mean you gotta have a disney plus thing well but i would have i would have given them another 15 bucks or 10 bucks to see it sure. or i would have said no i'll wait three months and then they'll put it on Disney Plus. I mean, I would have had either way. I would have done it, right? And with Marvel, easily, I would have given them the money that they would have wanted. Absolutely, absolutely. I I don't think that's even a question. And I I'm. It's weird that they're not just releasing it. And I am maybe because they don't like... have more content. Like they're not making any more of them until hundreds of people can gather to shoot movies. Yeah. Unless they make them all animated CGI. <laughs> well, they're, they're doing, already almost. Well, they're doing the What If series, which is going to be pretty awesome. Um, and are they, uh, you, have are you they seen the, it? Have you seen the... They are, aren't they? I don't know. I know that they were on the schedule. I don't know that they were shooting them. I think, I think What If, so far, is still on the schedule where it was. Don't okay. quote me on that. I don't know. Things are changing every moment, obviously. But every moment. I, I think I think it's where where it was before. Um, but the rest of Phase Four is is just all out of whack now. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's been pushed. Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> but we have the first twenty three movies. So. We sure do. Yeah. And uh, you can always you can always reread a comic book if they're well done. You know. Absolutely. And you know, it'd be great as if you know. For a while, they it was out of print. My husband got the 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 issues, right? The seven issue run mm-hmm. by Kyle Baker. It was a um, it was essentially it was a origin of the super serum Captain America, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was I think it was called Proof, and it was essentially about how the super serum was tested first on black soldiers, like Tuskegee, oh, wow. right? I think it was Tuskegee. I'm getting it wrong. Anyway, uh, but, uh, and how everybody died. And one guy lived. And the black Captain America had to go save some people, so he put the costume on. And then there, it turns out there was racism. Uh, yeah. And sure. uh, they were like, you can't wear that costume. We got to right. go. And, um, and so he ended up having, you know, uh, aging also very slowly, but aging. And then... Um, and his grandson is actually the Patriot in Marvel canon, uh, who was in the Young Avengers for a while. And the Patriot didn't have any superpowers until I think Truth was until Kyle Baker wrote that, or I think he I think he took like the the mutant growth uh, uh, p- pills, you know, the uh-huh. drug 
for right. to simulate mutant growth um, uh, superpowers and um, and became the and and so that that story about the Patriot actually in, in Young Avengers and forming Young Avengers because of his grandfather is actually a really cool. I don't know who wrote that. That was a really great uh, series too. But it'd be great the Kyle Baker truth thing about the Black Captain America is out of print. It was briefly back in print probably 10 years ago as a trade. Mm -hmm. And I bought a couple copies and gave him his gifts. But then it went out of print again. And you're like, well, maybe they'll they'll reprint this stuff because people will buy trades, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I've never read that. I would love to read that. Such a such a great um, because what what it is 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 it's Steve Rogers finding out that there was these tests and that they created this Black Captain America and essentially could you know going to talk to him about it and going what the hell happened what was done and uh, and so it's that sort of you know um, and it created this amazing character. The the uh, I forget the guy's name. The Patriots. But it is it's worth it's I worth seeking out. Me. I I I don't I'm I'm not sure. Um, that's incredible, man. But it's worth looking into. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna research that as soon as we get done here. I'm gonna check that. All right. out. That's that that's a that's a, that's a whole day or two of uh of uh rabbit holing right try to find that yeah yeah (laughs) there might be a bit torrent but but kyle baker could probably use the money maybe it's on lime wire yeah lime wire (laughs) (laughs) you remember remember lime wire wire? (laughs) i remember lime wire it's back with my ipod (laughs) that's right uh my uh my first my first mariah carey came from there um Um, man, that's, uh, that's, that's so cool. Uh, I, 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 I wish we had, we had, uh, started talking earlier. We, we could have had all sorts of Marvel conversations. I, oh, sure. uh, I had, yeah. I had Eric Griffin, uh, on the show. Yeah. And it got ridiculous. Um, he, I, well, was he more interesting? What happened? What did, well, am I supposed to do something uh, wacky? Not interesting. Once we we, we we ended up falling into a Marvel um, uh, loop as well. But the the poor guy, I I had started recording at a new studio. I I used to record uh, at Nerdist upstairs a Meltdown, and of course right. Meltdown went away, yeah. and. Which made me so sad. I miss that. I, I, I miss being there. I miss everything about it. But have you gone uh, to Geeky Tees? You should go back. Absolutely. When, oh when yeah. This comes. It's it's as far as I'm concerned, it's a new meltdown. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, they they uh, they run a good place over there. Um, but I moved. Um, so the Nerdist School Studio, which was downstairs, moved next door into the Ruby, and so I I moved my recording there. And he was one of the first guests that I had in the studio and I hadn't quite figured out the coordination. And so I had confirmed the booking. I confirmed the studio, but the engineer got caught in traffic. So meanwhile, Ah. I don't have a key to the place. So I'm standing outside. He shows up. I 
I, as you, had never met him before, so we're trying to, uh, you know, trying to shoot the shit outside the studio, and um, I'm I'm generally only funny by accident, so when I'm under pressure, uh, it just, it didn't, hit and miss. It, we're it all didn't hit and miss. work, and uh, I, the poor guy, I was just, you know, and he was being as professional as possible, and he was, he was trying to be, you know, supportive, and, but yeah. uh, it was just super awkward and uh he finally ended up going to a uh a smoothie across the street he's like you know what i'm gonna go get a smoothie go get a smoothie (laughs) it's uh i mean in in cases like that i remember that we did a jackie and laurie once where laurie realized in the middle of the show of that we were recording that she had a set over at flappers and so (laughs) We jumped in the car and just recorded the rest of the episode on her phone. Awesome. And um, and we just, you know, we sat in the car and recorded it. And then she did a set. And then I picked up a set. So our lives were made complete. There you uh, go. Again, each evening. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, way to be, way to just, you know. Uh, Roll with the punches. To, to pull it off. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you really have to do that. And, uh. I'm I'm uh, exceptionally still impressed, ever impressed that uh, this is um, this is all working. <laughs> right, right. Um, what is that? Um. So uh, you were also on at midnight, which um, sure I did that with, a couple uh, of times with Chris Hardwick and the Nerdist crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those guys. Um, yeah. Did you see? I was going to ask you a question about sure because I, you know, you don't you, you like to touch base with something DC that you like. Mm-hmm. There's two things right now that I really like on DC. I liked what's her face, uh, Robbie, Mark, uh, Marky, Robbie, Margot Margie, Robbie, Margot Robbie. Yeah, uh, B- Birds of Prey. Right. You know, ten. She's she's 29. She, I think she's turning 30 this year. Really. And wow. 10 years ago, she was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And this year, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Birds, she produced Birds of Prey and uh, Bombshell. She has a and boring so life. She is, uh, she is a monster. She is a, yeah. a, a, a beast of productivity. It's fantastic. It's admirable. And uh, but, but I will say this. Did you see Birds of Prey? I haven't seen it yet. I know It is I, so much better. I know it's streaming Six. now. I'm gonna um, watch it. Maybe later it's, today. Is it not? It's not Secret Six. What was the other Suicide Squad? Right. Because um, I wanted Suicide Squad to be Secret Six because the Gail Simone Secret Six arc uh, and through DC is fucking hilarious and yeah. outstanding. And Birds of Prey is dark and funny, and it has a different vibe than Suicide Squad. Just because I think uh, it was pointed out to me that. Uh, that Suicide Squad was written and directed by dudes, and uh, Birds of Prey was uh, d- written and directed by women, and um, dudettes, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is the vibe is so different, you know? It's not quite as sort of bitches, man. Bitches, you know, you don't want to you don't want to get on the wrong side of a bitch because she'll murder you. Instead, it's uh, you really don't want to get on the wrong side of this crazy fucking human being because she will blow your shit up. And right. it, it, tre- it makes it more human and less uh, sexy. But it's still, I think, pretty sexy 
because she's, I mean, these are all very good looking people. And uh, so, but that's the my favorite DC thing right now in film. And then my favorite DC thing right now in writing is a Green Lantern story. Oh. And far, far Sector. And it's essentially about a, uh, it's, it's all it is is a, it's a, um, it's a comic book written by N.K. Jemison, who won the Hugo the last three years. And uh, it's essentially about a Green Lantern who sent to the farthest sector to deal with a murder case. So it's like a detective Green Lantern story. It's uh, really cool. That's it's incredible. Called, it's that called Far Sector. Amazing. Yeah, it's really good. So I think she finished it too. I think I've got the last, I think I read the first three and there's seven, or six or seven. And I think I have the last four in print, which is awesome. Wow, that that yeah. is amazing. When did you start collecting? Uh, t- I got into it when my husband started. I mean, I it was uh, it was I got it when we got married. Uh, it was uh, I'm, I was uh, I've always been dorky, right? But not necessarily comic book dorky. So uh, that was a new dorkdom for me when in 2003 when we started dating, and he, we started reading comic books, and then we get moved in together. We got married, and comic books are great because they take 20 minutes to read. You know. So you can read a couple of them and then go do something or one and you're like, oh, this is awesome. And uh, so like Lock and Key, I don't know if you ever read that. It's a horror. I haven't. I know it's on Netflix now, right? It's, yeah, it was written by you, a guy named... Have you seen it? Is it I have not yet. The, okay. Andy, Andy saw it. My husband saw the first mm-hmm. season. He said it was, he said that they really nailed it. And they compiled, they took, because there's probably... I don't know if there's 75 issues of the lock and key Joe Hill wrote, uh, but um, the but they they took they cherry picked it much like the Marvel, you know the Marvel movies where they took right. sort of the best sure, parts sure. of different stories. Creative which I don't have a problem yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm a huge fan of that. I'm like, do whatever you need to do, make it cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Netflix uh, usually usually hits it out of the park pretty, pretty yeah. well. Yeah, I heard I heard lock and key did very well. So yeah. and but it's super scary, and I'm not good with scary movies, but I can do scary comic books. I can't do scary books. I can't do scary movies or TV shows, but I can do a scary comic book. Weirdly enough, I don't know why. Nothing wrong with that. Well, mm-hmm. I definitely have to check it out because I I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I love dark, trippy, you know, mind fuckery. Okay. I, I love all that stuff. I I um I just finished watching or well, uh, there's a show on Hulu called Devs with okay. Nick Offerman, you know, from Parks and Rec and right. um, and Allison Pill. Holy shit! It <laughs> is it is the most mind fuckery you've ever seen. Um, it's very it's very Black Mirror, but it's it's super dramatic. And they have these incredible moments of intense pause (laughs) where you get lost in the expression of the actor and they don't say anything sometimes for three minutes. Three minutes? Just, uh, not really. Okay. (laughs) I was like, that is a clock eater. It's it's so intense and incredible, uh, much like Black Mirror, and it'll, if you like that kind of stuff, I definitely give it two thumbs way up. Um, It will. Cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. Did you see Barry on HBO? 
Yes, I'm behind. I I'm, I saw I the first, the first season. season. Yep, I got through the first season. And I was I, like, I would rather be killed by Barry than to watch another season of this. It was so oh, no. well done. It was oh, so yeah. well done, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and I'm not saying it wasn't funny, too, because it was also really funny. But okay. holy shit, it was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. very dark. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't going to work out. He's not going to become a better guy. Oh, there we go. Had to have one technical glitch. Yeah, I what? Yeah, uh, I got a phone call. So oh. I had to, yeah, so I had to decline the phone call to come back. Oh, yeah. I don't know I how long we're going to be on, but uh, but we're doing this. So. <laughs> well, thank you. I I sure. really appreciate it. Uh, I'm having a blast, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. It's a, it was a friend of mine from high school. My last friend from high school. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've met more of the people from high school than, and I didn't, I didn't remember any of them. I literally just kept in touch with like two people and, uh, I didn't, I don't remember any of them, but they all, it turns out a hundred years later, everybody's fine. Like most people have become, you know, they're not the jackasses they were in high school or, super shy or super like weird uh they're just normal people who've had lives a hundred years later and they have social skills and or they don't but they're they mean well you know mm-hmm. that's awesome it is awesome uh Yay. i i uh i just had a reunion with um a touring group that uh that i traveled with over 20 years ago and uh yeah through the through the magic of Zoom, you know, a lot of us haven't seen each other for for twenty plus years, and uh, oh, yeah. was just absolutely incredible. You you know, uh, talk about the biggest smiles that you know yeah. you can imagine, or just just hearing each other's voices and, uh, and getting to see their faces and stuff. That's what right I really like about Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really crazy. That's great. So, yep. <laughs> uh, well, thank you uh, so much for joining me. I uh, I, I think I'm going to end it here. Um, cool. Really. Uh, somebody also just texted me and said that they're playing me on Sirius, well, one of my albums on Sirius XM's. They're, they're doing for a month, they're doing only women comics on uh, channel 105. So oh, wow. all my albums are free on Spotify and Pandora and Amazon, but uh, now they're playing me on Sirius which means residuals. So thank you very much, Sirius XM. Um, and uh, on that note, I want to shout out your your current album, right? Um, uh, I'm Not the Hero of the Story, which yep. has been touted as the number one comedy album on, on Amazon. So congratulations on that. Thank you. And uh, you're, yeah. you're really hitting it out of the park. And, uh, cool. I, and if I people just... go to my Instagram TV, there's a bunch of clips from from the last 3,700 years of me doing stand-up comedy, <laughs> so feel free to watch those if you like, if you're bored, and then and then. Uh, but thanks for having me on, man. It's awesome. Thank you for joining me. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Remember, you can follow me as always across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R, and faux real at. 
FAUXREALPOD. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.